0: Welcome to Wrapped in a Warm Blanket, a podcast with heart-to-heart talks about Angelina Jordan's artistry and how it affects our inner world, co-hosted by Alan Papier and Pontus Osterlin. Hi, Alan. Hello, Pontus. What should we talk about today? I'm not sure. Could it be something to do with Angelina, you think? Well, why don't we see if we can find a guest to join us? Yes, let's do
1: that. Adrian, welcome.
2: Hello. Hello, Alan. Hello, Pontus. I'm so happy to be here with you today.
1: Great. Let's roll. (laughs) I think that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's rock and roll.
2: Absolutely. I love to chat about life, about what's good in life. I'm yeah. not good on negativity. I can refer to it, but only as the lack of what I value most. So
0: that's interesting. I mean, that's almost what Alan and I are sort of uh, trying to do with this podcast like focus on the positive side of listening to Angelina and what that means to us.
2: This is such a gift to me. I'm so delighted with what you're doing in relation to what she's doing it definitely touches me emotionally but many performers have touched me emotionally but the effect of her on me several years ago when i saw her on norway's got talent was actually a miracle uh one of the major miracles of my life and i didn't understand what it was until after listening to you and alan and then being asked to be here i thought oh how do I organize my response in words? Because I listened to your responses and they're very clear and very kind of just self-contained each moment. This uh, about your fear of spiders, Pontus (laughs) and, and Alan talking about her being an alchemist. I completely agree with that because what is a miracle for me comes from what Alan calls alchemy and it is not something out of nature. It is energy coming together, and that's a miracle. I'm not talking about deities or religion. I'm talking about, is there anything outside of here? Does the soul create the mind, or does the mind, the brain, create the soul? And my sense is that source, I hope that source is coherence, which is love. That means you can't do harm, and you just embrace everything it's not just emotion love is the one thing we call an emotion but it's the one that goes beyond everything because it is everything
1: Go back in time, if you will, to seven years ago when you heard Angelina on Norway's Got Talent, and as much as you can, describe how you felt when you were listening to that initial performance, and how long that feeling has stayed, and/or how it has transformed as you continue to listen to her.
2: Right, it was the answer to a prayer because all my life. I've been like Angelina. I just, I want to give love and express love and be part of love and share love. And um, I've looked for myself in stories and films and all of that and never found what I felt matched me as a being. And when I looked at her and I saw her standing there barefoot in the, (laughs) the dress with the hair and the teeth. I saw the me that didn't get to live and be raised the way she is. I come from a background that was the opposite, the polar opposite of hers. It's the family structure that allows her to know herself, not to be negated in any way, to fly free, to soar, but to be neither held back or negated, nor forced to go beyond her stage of development. I am relating in every moment since then to the brilliance, the wisdom, the love, the profound coherence of her family structure that lets her be who she is in each moment. And when I saw her, I said, oh my God, look at this, whoever I was with. She's either a reincarnation of or channeling Billie Holiday When she said, I go to a place when I sing, she's talking about multidimensional experience. And what she does is she brings back that energy. And when you express it in writing or dance or storytelling or singing or whatever, then you make it part of this earth plane experience. You enhance it and it elevates or amplifies, expands. What we all experience here, I have felt moved by many people. I've seen children who are okay. Angelina is the only one who reached the child part of me. So it's not just emotional. It's connecting with like a child stranded somewhere in this very dark realm. How did she reach me there? I don't know. But it happened. I have a knowing. It's not just a feeling. It's a knowing. I don't know if anybody else has had that, but it really happened to me.
1: That's such a rich answer, Adrian. This is exactly why we felt we could and should invite you onto this podcast, because you are giving intricate, in-depth answers almost in a new direction. It's, for example, how and why a person, 40 or 50 or 60-year-old man or woman, can experience Angelina Jordan and say, ah, even though she's a child, she can actually be a role model for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the, the same uh, sort of uh, starting point as you might have, Adrian. But so much of what you said is resonating with me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm only focusing on interacting with the two of you because I've heard what you've expressed. So I understand that something that you say you don't realize could be a miracle for someone else. I mean, Angelina as a child doesn't comprehend what her gift is giving. When you give a gift, you send that energy out and it will be used in whatever way it's actually appropriate for each person. And it may be years from now. I've heard things that that were done years ago and just at the right moment. I'm big on synchronicity. I believe that that's part of how all of this is structured. And I sense that what she does is not just soothing or helpful. There are people that put out something that can be liberating to others because she is not, she hasn't been forced into her own shadow. And I think that it's this shadow aspect of the self, how much of us is missing in daily life, that if it can be evoked emotionally, or, uh, you know, it connects to our child self or to a point in adulthood where there was a trauma, it's liberating. And that to me is enormously powerful. She's not just all you know, smiley faces and unicorns. Her power comes from having had a trauma like her grandfather's passing and not becoming frozen in shock or defended against feeling. I think she helps people connect with a point where maybe they're frozen or part of them is in shadow and it can come into the light and then be incorporated, integrated into their being rather than forced into this hiding place. Hmm. So that's the power I sense in her.
1: Angelina, when she's seven years old and she's being interviewed, there is one moment she has the total innocence of a seven-year-old. And she's talking about a woman who came up to her and and said, when I heard you sing, I started to cry. And Angelina said, sorry. And then the woman kissed her. And this whole story was uh, almost a symbolic representation of Angelina's first experience of how she affects people. And she, very, she was very innocent. She didn't really understand the full implications and the full exponential way that it affects people from the inside. Now she must. But it was wonderful and charming to hear her age seven with her, the first experience she had of how that affects people.
2: Right. And I I mean, I saw a clip of her in preschool at her the Waldorf school where everyone was singing Christmas carols and she wouldn't. And the fierce look she gave her mother, like, (laughs) I don't sing on demand. I don't sing because everyone else is. I sing when I sing. And then they they swept back and she was gone from her seat. I love that because I (laughs) raised a child like that and I refused to let anyone tell her who she was or how to be. Now, what she's able to do that I find most impressive is that she could take the pain of her loss of her grandfather, which really gets to me um, what she's saying, because my dad died when I was 21 and I didn't know how I would live without him he was everything to me and my baby sister and i had to leave them to come to college because he said so and i never said no to him what i get from her music is that she's able to look at the brightest and the darkest she's never been abused she doesn't know what it is to fear the people she's with but she knows what pain is her songs come from the depth of being able to fully experience pain and not defend against it and move through the grief process And I thought of that powerful song compared to a song like Layla. It was very self-destructive. Now, I can't not respond to the power of that song. I love that song. But think of that and Tears in Heaven when he lost his child. That song is brilliant. And there's it's pain but no despair. It's not despair like I can't live. I I have to be self-destructive because I have pain. So to be able to reach that complete love, the seven levels of heaven, but also to recognize and be able to experience what comes from the seven levels of hell. Children can have brilliance. We can give what we have never been given. She's been given everything and she's giving fully. So she's very recognizable, noticeable in the world, but the rest of us have just as much brilliance. It just doesn't show the way hers does. So my focus is not on elevating, uh, someone and making them, uh, the gold in us. We have to recognize the gold within ourselves, the beauty and the power within ourselves and integrate it. All the dark, all the light and to, to, surrender to the flow to be fully vulnerable which means undefended and secure it's okay to be powerful vulnerability and naivete are not weakness they're power
1: one major thing I hear you saying is that the experience you have had and dare I say many other people listening to Angelina you go through different layers of I think I have to call it self-realization you understand yourself and you uh, understand who you are, and you g- grow through that, and it gives you an insight. She has been gifted a certain type of emotional gift with what she has experienced, and not many people will recognize that, and she has recycled that into her art and, and into um, uh, how she sings and how she performs.
2: Yeah, she's free to fully experience who she is in the moment and who she's becoming, We have to be able to become moment to moment freely without it being directed by someone else. We belong to ourselves.
0: It could be like the smallest things that we do in life has some major effect on somebody else. And uh, I I, uh, have two examples of that. One is, uh, I heard, I think it was a radio show where there was this uh, young fellow who said he was very depressed going to school and he was uh, suicidal uh, and he didn't tell anybody. And then all of a sudden a girl came, came up to him that he hadn't talked to hadn't even met before and she just gave him a uh, a juicy fruit gum and he said that saved my life because somebody just somebody saw me that's so incredible to me that we do things that we don't even think about can affect somebody else in a major way
1: this is the shoe story (laughs) punk this is the shoe story. yeah the shoe story yeah Mm
0: -hmm. And the other example I have is when we uh, buried my father, there was a reception afterwards. And there was a lot of people coming up to me and said, I I haven't mentioned this before, but your father was really important to me in his life. Your father was actually like a a father to me because my my father was not so good to me, but he was. And I, I just felt all this love for this man that really he hadn't a clue that he was so important in so many other people's lives. Now, when I have discovered Angelina, I've started to think more about who I want to be as a person. I mean, I have thought about that uh, before Angelina, but now it's more like focused. Whenever I, I'm i involved in a... Um, discussion or a conversation with somebody, I try to say things that make them happy about themselves in any way I can. Because I feel that it's a missed opportunity to not make people good about themselves. It's like a a little piece in the puzzle of making this world a better place.
1: This is really what our podcast is about, because it is about how we become a better person, and it's also in terms of how we design a formula of how we should live our life. And as we have mentioned before, it's not just acts of kindness, it's uninterrupted acts of kindness. If, if you can have that as your moral center, then that's a really, really good starting point.
0: I want to go back to one thing you said, Adrian, about this world that Angelina has talked about, that she goes into this world when mm-hmm. she sings. And it's, uh, uh, I can't really recall how she's describing it, but it's a, it's a world of love and, and happiness. Yeah.
1: It, it's amazing. Yeah. She just yeah. Says, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, amazing. That's what she said. And th- we only feel awe or that profound response to something that is, It's outside of time and space, but it touches time and space and us in it. The place that she goes to isn't what you see when you, you're on the train or you go to the grocery store. What would we consider? We consider it otherworldly, something that's beyond. We look at that and say, can that be real? And it's a solid reality for her. It's true. It's her truth.
0: One thing that it, that reminds me of is Louis Armstrong. I read somewhere that he said during a break in one of the the jazz performances. I mean, he was improvising a lot, and, and this fellow uh, musician in the band said, "How can you play like that? What's your secret?" And he said, "Well, I just play along to the band in my head." Mm-hmm. So he had also like a kind of a world that he went into and found uh, inspiration from.
2: When you asked about the place she goes to, yeah. the way I would explain to somebody who doesn't have a, a sense of that in their everyday life, which I do, I mean, very, very strongly, is if you ever had a beautiful dream that just goes beyond anything. Some people maybe don't remember dreams or haven't had a beautiful dream, but it's not imagination, it's a reality. You're in another realm, and, and it can be extraordinary.
0: Do you know uh, TED Talks? It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what do you call them? It's like a... A,
2: a... TED Talk, that's what we call them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: okay, that's good.
2: 18 <laughs> minutes of whatever it is you have to yeah.
0: It was this doctor, she was specialized in the brain, And she was describing when she herself got a stroke Mm -hmm. and what it was like from the inside to experience a stroke. One sequence she described where she felt that herself, her inner being, disappeared and she became one of the um, environment she was in. And she described that very, I mean, I get goosebumps now just talking about it, very detailed how she felt that the energy, that we're all, we're all made of energy and that the energy and the body sort of mixed together and she was one with everything. She said it was like an experience that she never wanted to forget. And I felt that was really interesting coming from a sort of a scientific background and having that kind of discussion.
2: She evokes something rather than Attempting to be important or be noticed or she's just singing like a bird. She just does what she does because that's, that's who and what she is. And she wants to share it. That's why I feel comfortable with it. There's no manipulation in it. There's no need. She's not coming from unmet need. She's coming from overflow of love and joy. And that's why I think people feel safe feeling with her because of what she's giving. In the movie Michael, he said the sun and the north wind had a bet who can make this man take his coat off. And the north wind blew and blew and the man hugged it tighter and the sun shone and he took off his coat. That is the greatest way that we can influence others. That's what she does, that you feel safe to take off this thing you're clinging to, the shielding you put around you. You can yeah. be vulnerable. You can feel more. You can be mo- more of who you are because she's so much of who she is. It was like a laser beam between her and me that I was able to identify with this little child in Norway. It was the strangest thing. But I believe that it's doing something behind or beneath my waking level of awareness. And I just, I just go with it. So I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. It just feels so good. It feeds somewhere in me that felt alienated or isolated. It it feels like a connection, some sort of connection.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That's that's well said, Adrian, because um, sometimes analysis doesn't work. But if you can go in the direction of describing the connection, that's worth
0: a thousand words. Go to WrappedInAWarmBlanket.com to find out more about this podcast and how you can share your stories and experiences.